I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's hour three of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Later on in the show, we will share our contest picks for Week 16 and also our lightning bets, where we will fashion together a same-game parlay for Thursday Night Football as it's part of our seven days of parlays here at BetMGM. But for now, joining us is Brad Powers of the Bet the Board podcast. You can follow him on X at Brad Power 7 here to talk a little college football. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. So before we get to, say, your general picks and, say, your general approaches for the college football playoff, got a question as far as, like, general process and maybe how it's applicable to uh, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. I think a lot of folks are pointing to, say, the coaching matchups and perceived coaching mismatches, maybe more so in Alabama, Michigan, but maybe Washington, Texas also has one. How much does, say, a perceived coaching mismatch, how much does that matter to you in your overall process? Uh, it's a factor. I mean, it's not the deciding factor, but, I mean, I, I look, I, I highly respect Jim Harbaugh, he's one of my favorite coaches. I think he's really good. Uh, you know, I think he's easily top 10. Uh, but, you know, obviously we're talking about Nick Saban being the greatest of all time. And, you know, it, it, I know it's a short subset and it's not a, a big uh, sample size, but my goodness, uh, postseason's not been kind for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, he's lost six in a row. And not only that, but let's, well, let's talk against the spread. He's failed to cover all six of those games by an average of 16 points per game. So, where we have a trend line where, I mean, with that, that extra time to prep has not been good for him. Uh, Saban recently, if you just you set the national championship game aside, because obviously that's just a week in between the semifinals and the championship game, when he's had a month of repair, whether it's bowl games or getting ready for the semifinals, he's won his last eight, eight in a row by an average of three touchdowns per game and covering them by an average of 10 points per game. So, yeah, normally I wouldn't say it's a huge factor, but it's uh, I think it's worth a point or so in this one. Well, Brad, in that matchup, uh, semifinals, Alabama against Michigan, there was immediate play on Bama, maybe backing Saban in that uh, coaching matchup. And now it seems like it's ticking up a little bit that uh, there's some support for the Michigan side. Michigan minus one and a half, total 44 in the hook. What do you think about it now? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm on the square side here, but it's not like the you know squares go zero percent. So uh, I mean, they win every now and then. I I'm, I like Alabama. I like it quite a bit. I bet it on open. I'd still bet it now. Uh, I, I'm kind of wait and see. I mean, I, sometimes the market gets a little cute. Uh, but I'm waiting for that possibility. And by cute, I mean Michigan possibly going to three. I doubt that happens, but uh, I'm saving a little bit uh, in the chamber, so to speak, for, for that to, to be a possibility. I not, It doesn't scare me, uh, you know, the, the bigger, sharper money, so to speak. I mean, 
Well, what I see is a Michigan team that really benefited from a weak schedule to start. Their first eight games were, I mean, if we're talking about among the contenders in college football, was probably the weakest. When they had to step up in class, and it just so happens that their last four opponents that they played, and if we're doing a power rating, was the best four opponents that they played. That Michigan offense is averaging 282 yards per game. Stack ranked that full season. That would be the number 129 offense in the country. I don't see their wide receivers getting much separation against Alabama's cornerbacks. If you tell me on the other side of the football that Jalen Milrow plays a clean game, I think Alabama wins comfortably. So I like Alabama quite a bit. It's probably my, at least of the remaining bowl games, that's my favorite value bet left on the board, the Crimson Tide. Wow. All right. How do you think Washington stacks up? Where do you rate them now? Well, I mean, I know the committee came up with, you know, we're going with the four best teams. Uh, You know, we're not talking about most deserving. We're going with the four best. Well, I'm here to tell you, Washington's not one of the four best teams if we're doing a Vegas power rating. Obviously, Georgia would still be in there if we're going the best teams. Mm -hmm. Ohio State would uh, be favored over Washington. Other teams, believe it or not, would be favored over Washington. I mean, I I think they're a good team. Let's just go back to their very last game. Now, they played their best game this season, but there was a reason why Washington was a 10-point underdog against the team that they had already beaten. And reason being, I mean, this is a Washington team. Kudos, they're undefeated, but they've won nine consecutive games by 10 points or less. Uh, I, when Michael Penix is on and the wide receiver core is healthy, it's a beautiful offense, one of the best in the country. When he's off, uh, you know, they can't really run the football consistently. I don't like their defense. I like Texas in the matchup, but uh, don't like it as much as I do at the Alabama side because I, I will say this. If Michael Penix is on, and, uh, and, and uh, there is an advantage for Washington on that side of the ball as far as the pass game. Now, I do not think Washington is going to be able to run on Texas's defensive front, so it's really going to be on the arm of Penix. If he's on, then Washington's got a fighting chance. If he's off, uh, I could see Texas winning this game by 10. If that's the case, Brad, uh, do you like Alabama defeats Texas as an exact outcome at four to one? Do you like Texas defeats Alabama at six to one, or maybe uh, two or three exact outcomes you want to bet into? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of the Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, good good question. Uh, I mean, Alabama would be favored uh, by, by about three points or so. So, I mean, that's the most likely one. The odds are telling you that, though, it, 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 obviously, as well. So, uh, you know. Alabama would be favored. I'll put it that way. Now, I'll say this. If Alabama's favored by three and a half, I'm going to bet Texas plus three and a half in that matchup. So, uh, it really depends on that. I, I don't get involved too much with the exactas and whatnot. Obviously, there's a high hold, theoretical hold percentage for the books. 
Uh, they've already taken enough of my money this year. I'm not trying to give them any more. <laughs> uh, before we jump to some of these other uh, bowl games, Brad, I, I'm curious early on how it's going for you and uh, the people that you talk to in the industry, some of the other pros, how they feel about it. And, you know, it's been case in point a mul- multiple times this week. Like we're going into these games, you know, you've got the portal, you've got opt outs. You know, some of that stuff has always been there. Now it's at the extreme level. But now these bowl games are starting, man, and we don't know the starting quarterback. How frustrating has it been? Very frustrating. And I, I like to think that I, I I would know who's going to play or not. Uh, it's not been fun, a fun experience uh, to the point. And you never want to overreact to small sample size. But I'm here to tell you, at least the lower-level bowl games, uh, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to be – and I'm a high, very high-volume guy. I'm not sure how involved I'll be uh, moving forward. There's just way too much uncertainty even for a guy like myself. I, I didn't uh, – look, it's easy to anticipate like a guy like Drake May opting out for North Carolina high draft pick uh, in the upcoming draft. I didn't expect a bunch of max starting quarterbacks to hit the portal and not play in bowl games. That, that's just something I didn't anticipate. Uh, and hell, even during you know game day, Frank Harris has taken a part of all the – the media participation, he's there right up on the podiums. And then game day, you find out he's not going to play for UTSA. doesn't matter. They still, they're down 14 nothing, And you think, oh, I mean, wow, what a terrible bet. Yeah, I, I laid double digits with UTSA, and then they somehow cover. Same thing with Old Dominion Western Kentucky. You can, have all, you can line everything up, anticipate all the opt-outs for Western Kentucky, be up 28 nothing, still don't cover a point spread. Uh, very, very frustrating to the point where maybe I'll just put my fan hat on and try to enjoy the games and not have much money on them. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. I think we all are on this show. Well, having said that, I guess we should talk about some of the bowl <laughs> games. What, will you have any action on any where maybe there's still some value? <laughs> Yeah, with that being said, I'm sorry I was a little bit of a Debbie Downer there, but I mean, I kind of <laughs> like Utah State this weekend. Uh, I, I like them uh, minus the two and a half. You, you can find that if you really shop hard, you can find some even better numbers out there than that. But uh, I mean, at least as of right now, I, I kind of know who they're going to play at quarterback. Levi Williams is going to start. Now he's a third string quarterback, but he's got a ton of experience. He actually started this bowl game a couple years ago uh, as the Wyoming quarterback. He ran for 200 yards, played well. Uh, Georgia State's got a lot of key opt outs that I think are significant. And if you don't believe me, I mean, their leading uh, running back is going to an SEC school. Their top wide receiver is going to an SEC school. Uh, they got an offensive lineman going to an SEC school. So a lot of these guys are going up a level when they hit the portal. So I think it's significant for Georgia State. So if you had to bet one game on one side, I wouldn't go crazy. But I, I like Utah State uh, on Saturday. Of course, we do have the uh, New Year's Six Bowl games that do not involve the college football playoff. Uh, you know, I mean, not the Sugar Bowl, but, uh, you know, Peach Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, uh, anything stand out as far as uh, the four bowls we have not gotten into part of the New York Six group? Uh, I like Ohio State, believe it or not. I think that, you know, okay. we all expected that there would be, you know, significant opt-outs for them. 10, 12 guys would be out. That's a big reason why Missouri went from a six-and-a-half-point underdog to favored as much as three at one point in the marketplace. Now you finally start to see some buyback on Ohio State. A lot of these guys are going to play for Ohio State. I get it. Kyle McCord's not. I'm not a big fan of Kyle McCord. I don't think it's that big of a downgrade to Devin Brown. Keep in mind, that was a very hotly contested quarterback matchup all the way into the fall camp. So uh, I like a plus sign next to the Buckeyes right now, considering that most of their guys are going to play. So Ohio State plus one for me out of the New Year's Six. Yeah, that was uh, 
That was amusing to me to see that overreaction. Like all year, people are like, oh, the problem with the Buckeyes is quarterback play. They don't have a quarterback. What, McCord's out? And then you have all this line movement. Uh, that, that's pretty good. So, yeah, there's still a, a light, light dog, that number down to one. What about on the 30th with the, uh, with the Orange Bowl? We've got Florida State and Georgia, the dogs favored by two touchdowns. Any, uh, any interest or anything you find notable there? I'll go under. I mean, it screams preseason type game to me. I mean, so many opt-outs, Florida State. I don't see their offense having much success. I'm not sure George is going to try to do anything wild offensively. So under 44 and a half for me. What about Boca Raton Bowl? You looking at a side or total in that one? Well, here's one where, you know, I got it wrong. Uh, I bet over. Thought, thought I, you know, I bet over 57 and a half. I got out to 61. Uh, Mark at least agreed with me for about two weeks. And then, you know, announced earlier this week, Syracuse quarterback, who is off his best game of the season. Nope, not going to play. Shoulder surgery out. And on top of that, we got 20 mile an hour win tonight. So, I understand the money on the under. I, I probably got a loser there. Uh, if you got to bet the side, it's at three right now. I guess a pizza bet on South Florida, but this is one. Uh, if you, knowing what I know now about the game, it'd be a, pretty much a pass. Yeah. Uh, there's a person on Twitter uh, I highly respect here. His name is at uh, Brad Powers Seven, who uh, posted this tweet: "Is there a legitimate plan for Colorado football beyond this season?" Looking at 24-7 sports, we're seeing uh, National Signing Day was yesterday. Six commits for the Buffaloes. Uh, one five-star, yes, and some four-stars, a couple of three-stars there. But uh, even though uh, things aren't posted yet, uh, at least at BetMGM, as far as looking ahead to next college football season, what are we to think of the Colorado Buffaloes? Yeah, and I mean, even that six commits has given them the benefit of the doubt. The five-star kid probably won't even sign with them. So you take him out, it's five commits, and – uh, the class drops to number 112 in the country. The last I checked, that's not too good. <laughs> so uh, my, I know everyone's a portal, portal, portal. That, that's the answer is the portal. Win now. Well, if that was the answer, then why is Nick Saban not doing that? Why is Kirby Smart not taking, you know, 40, 30, 40 transfers each year? There has to be a foundation in your program, and the best way to lay that foundation is still to this day through high school recruiting. I mean, if it wasn't, why are all the top classes in the country, the blue bloods of the sport, all with 20-plus commits yesterday? And yet somebody's telling me that, oh, Dion has all the answers. I, I just don't get it. Now, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to win for this upcoming season. I just question, and look, they'll be improved. I, I would guess that they make a bowl game. Uh, to, so, but, I mean, I know a lot of people get a little, you know, oh, that doesn't sound that great, six and six. Yeah, it would be, I, in my opinion, a successful season. But you know how Colorado, uh, the propaganda will get going. I mean, no. They'll act like the, they should be the Big 12 champs. They should be a playoff, a legitimate playoff contender. I don't see that. But what the, the whole point of the tweet was, what's the plan after this upcoming season? When Shadour leaves, when Travis Hunter leaves, and when I am guessing when Deion Sanders leaves, because I don't see him sticking around after this year. And where is Colorado at? Well, I'll tell you where they're at. They're right exactly where they were when Deion inherited the program, the worst power five team in the country. Yeah, yeah, very good. I, I did want to circle back to to one more bowl game. Uh, your team, Notre Dame Irish, uh, in the Sun Bowl against Oregon State, six and a half point favorites. Notre Dame is. We know they always travel. A lot of Irish fans uh, make it a thing around the holidays uh, to travel with the team. A any uh, anything there, side or total? Well, 
21 starters are out <laughs> combined between yeah. the two teams. So uh, you want exhibition, <laughs> you got it. Uh, you want a spring game, you got it. Uh, I bet Oregon State, I bet the under. Would I bet it now, knowing what I, you know, the, the, at the current opt-outs and whatnot? Probably not. Uh, and I, it doesn't make for a good radio soundbite, but, I mean, if you had to bet it, absolutely had to bet it, you, you missed the, the, the big line move on Oregon State. I'd lean Oregon State plus six and a half. But, again, we're talking a pizza bet. I wouldn't go too crazy. Yeah. Uh, real quickly, uh, Brad, about a minute to go here. Looking at uh, 24-7 Sports' composite rankings uh, for National Signing Day, Georgia with the top recruiting class so far, followed by Alabama. Then Miami is at number three. Ohio State and Texas round out the top five. When you're looking ahead to next season, is this a reason – to say back the Canes to win the conference, something like that? Well, they're certainly going to be talented, but last they checked, they're still coached by Mario Cristobal, who I don't think much of. I mean, he's so great. He's still 500, and I think they'll lose the Rutgers coming up in the, in the bowl game here in, in the next week. So uh, last I checked, he's still coaching, and if that's the case, I, I'm not buying them to win the ACC. But kudos, uh, talent, acquisition, uh, uh, great recruiter. Uh, also helps when, uh, you know, you got some money behind you, but uh, I don't think too much of the X's and O's. Brad Powers of the Bet the Board podcast. Thank you so much for your time and happy holidays to you. This is Becky L. Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our NFL contest picks right here on the Becky L. Network.